Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. Hey, what's up? I took a few days off. I guess I can't do that. (laughs) I am truly an all or nothing type of person. And um, one day off can turn into four days off, could turn into forever, forever days off. (laughs) So I'm back after, uh, I guess, a holiday weekend. Yeah, I was like, do I need to do I need to do a podcast every day? Do I need to pull cards every day? Um, I guess sometimes I really enjoy the flip side of not doing something to see if like how I like, you know, do I like doing it better? Sometimes in life we have to, I hate to say this, but we have to like see like if we, if we like to the suffering better than the flourishing. So anyways, not that I've been suffering, but it is amazing how the contrast of having a morning routine compared to not having a morning routine, it's just such a big difference for me. Um, When I was like getting up at at 5.15, waking up, jumping out of bed, letting the chickens out, doing my thing, getting ready, pulling some messages having this um, morning show out by like 7 or 7.30, like it was like, then my day was like kind of more like on full speed ahead um, or more focused. I did, I did Herbal Marie episodes on those days. Like, I don't know. I don't, when I don't get up with an alarm, I sort of drag my ass out of bed eventually, you know, like the zest and focus and purpose um, seem to be hiding. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. This is what happens though whenever you let your ego run the show and allow other people to influence you. So I have let my ego talk me out of the need. Like, uh, what's it gonna matter? Oh, what? nobody's really listening anyways. Oh, you know, like ego's nasty. Ego could care less about your goals and aspirations unless it serves itself in some way. So anyways, and then letting my husband um, dictate even in <clears throat> even in nonverbal ways, you know, like when he's he- when he's here and his days off, I feel like, ooh, I don't know if I'm allowed, I don't know if I should or you know, go downstairs and start blabbing at the mouth, shuffling cards, (laughs) talking to nobody. Do you know? Like, and then even he mentioned that like my alarm was messing up his morning routine. Like what the hell? (laughs) So (laughs) anyways, I guess I'll have some decisions to make. Like, um, do I want to accommodate other people? I guess. So anyways, I am really curious what 
my cards are going to tell me today. So I'm going to pull like a general message today. I am going to be back tomorrow for another message and then a personal card reading for Journey with Gaia. I haven't forgot about you. Um, but I hate to pull cards for other people when I'm like in a bad mood or in a negative mood or just totally wrapped up in myself that makes sense um so I like to come at other people's card readings when I'm in a good balanced happier neutral um service to others peaceful place so that sure is how it gonna be this morning because <laughs> let's see what decks we should pull from um I feel like a soul flower is always appropriate we can kind of just see what it says so we're definitely coming at this with my own personal questions of you know sometimes like in life it's like it gets unclear what we should do who we should listen to obviously it's ourselves it is ourselves that we should be listening to but um yeah sometimes we don't and then we kind of get off track but anyways yeah I did have a okay weekend um, but I feel like I fell into some weird ass portal this weekend and uh, I required a lot more sleep. I required a lot, a lot more sleep. So I'm going to pull the soul flower last because that, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't even make any tea. What the hell's wrong with me? And it's 725. All right, so I'm going to pull an Oracle of the Essences card first. Kind of like, what What the hell is my problem? <laughs> Way to open yourself up. Come at your Oracle cards with what the hell is my problem. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for what the hell is my problem. But uh, yeah, so anyways, in conclusion, after taking um, a handful of days off to be be um, unstructured or unfocused, like not even not even trying to have a zest for life, what an what a vibrational difference. So I mean, I'm pretty sure that like I'm gonna have to make myself get up because um, I just feel so much better when I am taking the day by the balls <laughs> okay <laughs> like I have to at this point okay here we go I can always take a nap later um, when I'm reading because reading makes me sleepy and I've been reading a, a big book so yeah it's been the it's been real interesting ah shit okay well this is the card that's on top but this is the card that caught my eye so I'm going to do those two cards, and I'm also going to honor the bottom card, which is Marjoram, which is all about trust and benevolence. <laughs> Holy F. This is hilarious. So this lady has an angel on one side and a devil on the other side of her shoulders. Well, she's like, she's got her kids at, at you know, her ankles. She's got some herbs in her hands, some marjoram. She's got the the partnership energy, botanical energy, 
insight, sun, moon. She's got all these icons around her and she's still maintaining her kindness even despite all the obligations, all the things she needs to balance and do and she's still um you know, she still has an ego to tend to, right? That's what the little devil to me represents, you know, our negative Nelly that lives inside of us that, um, yeah, we still have to attend to our shadow side and our ego and um, still carry on the life that we prefer and regardless. So I'm excited to read that card, see what else it says. But it is kind of funny to me that my last morning show episode 009 was all about like being a better creator, right? Becoming your creator self because that was a reading that I did for somebody else. But I was all like, yeah, like let's become our creator selves. And then, um, yeah, I just literally like decided to not do a goddamn thing. So, all right. So let's see the two cards. These are the top two cards um, that were sliding off. I usually only pick the first two card, but I could, my eyes were focused on the second card more than the first card. And we have cinnamon and dill. All right, so we got dill the other week. Um, and we, I can remember that that's all about rapid development. Things are changing. Things are moving really fast. Okay, that would explain to me why I had to sleep more. Because when the energy picks up within you or around you, sometimes your physical vessel has to catch up and it has to sleep. Like when you get new downloads, new understanding, yeah, new energy, new sun codes, whatever you want to call them, um, sometimes you have to rest more until your body like acclimates to that energy, to that stuff that's going on. So rapid development, that's hopeful, I guess, <laughs> because sometimes you're like, oh my God, I feel so sluggish. I don't think I'm spiritually or energetically doing anything, but actually you might be doing a lot and you need to sleep it off. <clears throat> All right. So the card that we're going to look at next is cinnamon. So Cinnamon, she is this, um, looks like Red Riding Hood almost, and she's at the window, it's a full moon, and she's got her long hair flowing. I assume that's a bowl of gems, maybe she's like, she's getting her crystals some moonlight, she's holding up, it looks like a crystal, there's a raven or a crow up there on top of the window there's some pumpkins but this is all about sexuality and creativity so that's kind of interesting to me because the book that I've been reading is making love to God the path to divine sex and it has totally challenged me on a lot of levels um, you know because it's trying to expand me it's trying to this book, I mean, it's more than just the physical act. This book is trying to get us, ding, 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 surprise, surprise, get us to the path of forgiveness and non-judgment. Like literally everything boils down to forgiveness and non-judgment. Like regardless of what kind of inner work you're doing or what kind of issues you think you have or whatever, 
it all literally boils down to forgiveness and non-judgment. Like, it's nuts. <laughs> it's it's bullcrap. Like, everything that you think that you need to fix or change about you can be fixed and healed with forgiveness and non-judgment. It makes for such a boring, um, <laughs> boring podcast. Like, like literally, it could be like, what's your, what's your problem? Answer, forgiveness and non-judgment. So I want to read a little bit in here from the guidebook to see if there's anything that jumps out of me. Um, because, of course, I want to improve myself. But, of course, I know that it's all about non-judgment and forgiveness. Those are the two things that um, hold us back, um, that either keep us in negative negativity or fear or blockage right because when we're judging ourselves and others and life circumstances and even just like me judging like wow like good job you got up for almost 10 days in a row and stuck to your goal and then you like whatever that's me that's self-critical that's being judging that makes matters worse especially if you're attempting to live a enthusiastic you know vibrant life <laughs> as I'm like ready to go back to bed here <clears throat> yeah but there is something like when I get in a sleeping mood dang I can really sleep like I'll see you in three months so Dill also Dill has a little message of detoxification to the body so that's another thing for me to take into consideration this weekend, I ate more macaroni and potato salad than probably is good for me. Do you know what I mean? So what this Memorial Day weekend, like what did I put in my body? A lot more sugar, cake, ice cream, macaroni salad, right? Like I even ate bread. I don't, I don't always usually eat bread. Like if my gut is hurting to, today, which it is, um, you know, I have to know that like that was way different than uh starting my day off with lemon water, drinking green juice, having some oatmeal porridge. Do you know what I mean? Like I am definitely off. The holidays, quote holidays, I swear to god they're designed just to kill us. <laughs> with they're trying like they're designed to kill us either with expectation from others right? You're doing things you may not even really feel like you want to do. And if that doesn't bring it down, mother trucker, like here's some macaroni salad. <laughs> here's some mayonnaise based foods. Um, and, uh, not that it's bad, but I mean, for me personally, I just, my body is so like when it gets clean, it just wants to stay clean. Like I should just, I'm an all or nothing person. And that goes with my diet too. And it's just better for me to stay on the clear and steady path. So dill means that you either need to speed up or slow down whatever you're doing. So <clears throat> for that probably means um, stay more focused. You know, like I said, get up and get your ass out of bed and feel lively. Like this morning show... Granted, I appreciate the handful of folks that are hanging in there with me for right now, but it is for me. 
it is for me to tap into my intuition and my guidance and my focus and my purpose and to keep the energy flowing because, um, yeah, like I need a daily dose. I think I said that the very, the very first podcast, like I need a daily dose of energy because the podcast for Herbal Marie takes so much prep and editing and time and whatever. Like it just, I need more energy flowing than that. So energy begets energy. And if you want more energy in your life, you have to start pumping it out and, uh, getting up no matter who that messes up, who's morning that messes up. I could change my alarm. So here's the argument with my husband. And it wasn't even an argument compared to some other things that, you know, we seem to have to battle. But he, his alarm, I think, is at 520. So, or 525 or something. Or maybe just 520. So me... I don't know. I guess he didn't like hearing my alarm five minutes before his alarm. Are you rolling your eyes with me? I hope so. <laughs> so, but I love the numbers 515, 515. That just seemed to resonate with me pretty good. And so I told him, I'm like, the only other number that seems to resonate with me is 444. Do you want to be hearing my alarm at 444 a.m.? Do you know? So I feel like I have a couple options here. One, I can just hold my ground and do 515. I don't even, my alarm isn't even a sound. It's a vibration. Um, Like, or I could change my alarm to 525, I guess, five minutes after his. Although he'll still be laying in bed. It's like he doesn't jump right up. Or this is the other option for my alarm is to allow my guidance system to wake me up. So I have done that in the past. Like when I set an intention, like I am going to wake at 5.15 a.m. every day. Like when I set the intention to wake up, I usually do, actually. Um, I I can. I know I have that ability. Um, I just ask my guides as well to like make sure that I get a nudge. But yeah, like I have trained myself to wake up without an alarm at pretty much the exact same time. So I could also do that. Um, But then like, the only problem is I need to maybe also set intentions for an internal snooze button. Because like today I woke up early, I could have got up, but um, the ego is still at play pretty hard. I went back to sleep. And then you know, it took me a little while to get up. So yeah, I need to, I need to also be like, and if I don't get up right away, I need a second, I need a second nudge, I need a, I need an internal snooze button. But anyways, Dill is all about speeding up or slowing down, and finding peace in whatever it is that I'm doing because I don't want to lose my momentum. Yeah, and that's what feels so gross to me. <laughs> That's what feels so gross to me now, losing momentum and um, feeling sluggish and uninspired and like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, and that's how I feel um, with my other podcasts. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing this week. Ugh, feels gross. And it it's so easy to lose interest in something, especially then like now when the weather's so nice, like, 
I could just forget about everything and everyone and be in the gardens and in the yard all day with the plants. Like, I don't even care about nothing but being with the plants. Like, I am that lady who just is in her yard all day staring at her plants. Yeah, and it's fine. So, the affirmation from Dill for me is, I am moving forward in my life with inner peace and balance. I am moving forward in my life with inner peace and balance. I am moving forward in my life with peace and balance. Yeah, even if it doesn't seem like it, even if it seems like I took one step forward and nine steps back, I am moving forward in my life with inner peace and balance. So it's funny that it says, um, when Dill is balanced, it is motivated and creates rational ideas to move forward without effort. Dill will find the basics boring and move further than what it has been taught or told to do. So yeah, that's definitely me. That's definitely the cinnamon connection here. I need more creativity in my life um, or else I'm just going to get bored. Um, that's also why I like Herbal Marie has so many different types of episodes um, because I get bored so quick, <clears throat> so easy. I'm just like, oh, I'm, bo- I'm, I'm bored already. So this also says, in a professional environment, Dill personality thrives. It is hungry for more of everything, and it manages it well. If Dill personality becomes unbalanced, everything is done in a rush, and attention to detail is sacrificed. So I am moving forward in my life with peace and balance. Okay, let's see what Cinnamon has to say. So this is about sexuality and creativity. And yeah, sexual energy is the energy of all things, you know. And if that gets thwarted, you know, your creativity can completely suffer. And sexual energy isn't just about sex. I mean, that is just the energy that coming up from your root chakra and you can direct it any way you want. So let's see. You can't force chemistry to exist where it doesn't in the same way you can't deny it when it does. So that's an unknown quote there. Yeah, she is very playful looking. She's sexy. She's comfortable with her body. And (laughs) this says she looks like she can be trouble if you're not careful. She is the goddess of pleasure. Woo. So this is all about the heart root and navel chakra. And cinnamon is here to help you accept your self-image and feel contented with your body. Um, so this is connected, this card is connected, um, cinnamon is connected to the star sign of Scorpio. So that means it can be very central, but also insecure and resentful. Cinnamon's character is faithful, very intuitive and fun. But when cinnamon personality is out of balance, the individual can become jealous and manipulative as well as ambitious and secretive. 
So when cinnamon appears in a reading, it is because the physical body needs care. Okay, well, there you go. That's why I've been, what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> I need to nurture my body for sure. Cinnamon assists individuals rediscover trust in themselves, creating stability and security in any situation. It reminds you to find balance in your desires and release the need to manipulate people or situations. Your creative energy is your sexual energy. Open up to this amazing force of co-creation. Yeah, I'm trying. Thank you. I'm reading the goddamn book. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to shut down um, our heart space and our sexual energy and our bodies when things in our life are not going right. When, um, like, my relationship struggles so much because it's just so dysfunctional in the in the realms of communication. And if you don't have good communication, you're not gonna be open to having good sex, right? So, because sex should be for love and love, you know, needs to be able to flow. And if you don't have good create um, communication because you're not talking to each other because of just stupid stuff, you know, it just shuts the whole, whole operation down. And then you become closed then you become guarded, then you become resentful, right? It could, it just opens up that whole can of worms. So that is why I am trying to like do my own healing work, do my forgiveness work, do my un, unconditional love, you know, opening and allow my creative energy to flow within myself. And then, you know, hopefully it can remedy um, my relationship. So this affirmation is I am full of inspiration and creativity. So that's an interesting affirmation to say when you don't feel like it. So let's take a deep breath and we'll fake it till we make it. I am full of inspiration and creativity. 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 So sometimes the trick is just to say it a few more times, take those deep breaths, and um, what would it feel like to be full of inspiration and creativity? Like if you just tap into it a little bit, get a little taste for it, you're like, oh yeah. The room just brightened up. I am full of inspiration and creativity. I do have good ideas flowing to me. Don't always have the energy to put them into action, right? But we don't need to argue with ourselves right now. All we need to do is to convince ourselves that we are full of inspiration and creativity. All right, and let's see what Marjoram's all about because she seems to be doing it all. She seems to maybe be a good role model for me today. Ernest Hemingway said, the best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them. <laughs> so yeah, marjoram, a close relation to oregano is the herb of joy and happiness. 
to ancient Greeks and Romans. So she is, yeah, her outfit is very Roman inspired. Now that I look at it, she's, but it's, it's updated. She looks good. So yeah, it is going to encourage us to release pressure in the body, smooth the muscles, relax us. Marjoram helps discharge conflict and anger in the family. So that's good because after like a month of um, seriously wondering if I'm not going to be living here anymore because the tension was just uncomfortable, right? Like, wow, why am I here? <laughs> I love that to get a message that like, okay, perhaps the conflict is over now. And she says, is going to help stop you from stressing out about what you cannot fix or control. Marjoram helps individuals feel appreciated and loved. Aww. She shows compassion and forgiveness to the ones that should be punished, just like a beautiful mother raising a troublesome child. So yeah, this lesson of forgiveness, it's just, it's, it's what it's all about. I hate to come to that realization. <laughs> Because for so long, I was like, yeah, like there are just some people that don't deserve to be forgiven. But because um, that's the ego. That is the ego that thinks that. And while that may be true on some level, carrying around resentment is like carrying around poison in your body. So at some point, you have to come to terms with forgiving. So marjoram is trusting so it is the best essence to use as the basis of any relationship. And what's interesting to me is I always thought the essence of marjoram was a um, libido suppressor in a way. I read that one time. And so that's funny that it is, it's here with cinnamon, which is a total aphrodisiac. So talk about balance. We got one turning it on. We got one turning it off. <laughs> All right. So trust creates the foundations of the, the foundations of feelings of comfort and nurturing. If we can't trust someone, we will never be our true self around them. Marjoram is very observant, and if someone cannot be reliable, she will warn you of the situation. And she will help you to release the connection with the person. Well, that is what it's all about, isn't it? Like being able to trust someone to be vulnerable enough to love them completely, to open your heart. And I think that's been my problem for a decade. Like I just have never completely opened up my heart because I don't completely trust and feel safe to do that. So anyways, on the negative side, Marjoram can withdraw emotionally and isolate herself from social interactions. <laughs> I can relate. This is just a coping mechanism as Marjoram's heart is soft and scared of dealing with rejection and negative relationships. Yeah, totally. So anyways, on that note, this book that I'm reading from Tina Louise Spalding, Making Love to God, it's saying that like, yeah, that very well may be true. You might be scared to love completely, to open up. However, at the end of your life, 
that is what you will regret. You will never regret opening up your heart, loving completely, and getting your heart broken. Like, because that is actually better than staying closed down. Like, it's actually better to have yourself, your heart out on the table, and um, have ten swords in it than, uh, than not using it at all. So, yeah, that sort of chokes me up a little bit. <clears throat> because if you don't use your heart, you're, I mean, you're not living life completely. You're not. You came into this body to love. It's only your ego that's afraid to get hurt. Your heart will be fine. <laughs> like, really. You will clean up the mess and love again, you know. But it's your ego that's building this wall around the heart. Keeping it a fortress that needs to be guarded. The heart is not scared to love at all. It really, even if it gets broken, it's like an open heart. A broken heart is an open heart. It's still open. And, and the love will find you. So let's read the divin divination meeting. Marjoram will show herself in a reading when trust issues are at play. Trust your faith in this situation. You are the pillar of your world. Stand strong and take charge of the situation. So another affirmation that may not feel accurate at this time, but we are creators. We are going to manifest. So the affirmation is, my relationships are filled with love, respect, and trust. So at first, first response, maybe sometimes if you don't resonate with affirmations, your first response is to laugh. Like, okay. <laughs> like, oh yeah, they are. <clears throat> but words are spells. And as you speak things, you speak them into existence. That is also the reason this podcast is so important to me on a personal level. Um, if I don't do this on the daily, then I don't say this shit on the daily. And if I don't say this shit on the daily, I'm not going to manifest this into my reality as well as I would if I'm just occasionally thinking about it. So doing this practice every morning is a way for me to create love in my life. Because that is really what, what, that is what we all want. We want love. We want thing we want a project to love. We want people to love. We want experiences to love. We just want to feel love. We just want to be loving. Like that's actually what we want. And at the end of our life, that's actually all that's gonna matter. Like this stuff won't matter, these oracle decks won't matter, my opinions and judgments won't matter. The only thing that I'm going to leave with is the amount of love that I created and experienced and had. It's the connections and the love. That's it. All this other stuff is just ego bullshit. This podcast is ego bullshit. <laughs> Unless I'm going to put love into it. <clears throat> and then and then it then I can t then I can feel that, you know. Then that will be another moment for me to take with me like yeah we don't take any of the stuff we don't take 
any um, of the opinions that we hold. The judgments, we don't take any of that. It's just love because that's what you are. So my relationships are filled with love, respect, and trust. This is what I want. This is what I want to anchor into my life. My relationships are filled with love, respect, and trust. My relationships are filled with love, respect, and trust. My relationships are filled with love, respect, and trust. And so even if in that moment the only person in the relationship relationship was that a Freudian slip or what? <laughs> if I'm the only person that I trust, at least I trust myself, you know? And I, like the Ernest Hemingway said, the best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them. So it's my relationship. That is hilarious. How is your relationship going? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, and it's like, at least even if the relationship ends, <clears throat> at least you tried. At least you loved. At least you trusted, right? At least you respected yourself and them and and honored yourself to at least live by your standards you know like if loving is important to you at least you did that you know but if you play by their nasty rules and you let your ego be a jerk because it's good at it it's really good at it for sure <laughs> you know at the end of it you're not going to be proud that of how it played out you know what I mean? If you loved and you trusted and you were open and you were forgiving and you did your best to be non-judgmental, right? Full of love, full of respect, full of trust, full of kindness, full of compassion, you know, at least you will have all of that to walk away with, you know, whether it works out or not. So contracts, a lot of them are up. That is for sure. So I love these messages from the Oracle of the Essences. Oh, am I going to take pictures of these? Maybe. Maybe. See, I'm out of the habit already of, of uh, how I thought I should run this podcast. Okay, so I don't even think I need to go into the Magic of Flowers. I had that deck out, but um, I've been talking for almost 40 minutes so I'm just going to end with um, a soulful flower. So I got, I got it. Message received. You know, like sometimes you're just like, okay, that's good. <laughs> Message received. So now I will take a flower um, kind of like to move on in the direction. Whoa, the deck just went crazy to move on in the direction of um, love and trust and inspiration. I got Iris, very good. So I got Iris and um, I will also take the bottom card too, which is Columbine, which I could 
see this card every damn day. It's all about abundance. So bring it, <laughs> bring it home. Um, which, you know, it's funny that like I had a rough weekend and then, um, not a rough, but you know, a little bit less energetic than I prefer. Oh, it's starting to rain outside. Interesting. It just got real dark and started to rain. But anyways, so I've sort of been off with my schedule and my routine. And interestingly enough, I noticed that like all of a sudden my anchor radio is not paying me for the ads on Herbal Marie. Like the plays went up, but the pennies and the ad in the bank did not. Like, literally, I don't even want ads on my podcast over there. Like, it's it's literally like whoring myself out for pennies, like letting them play ads. However, pennies do add up. And when no one else is throwing pennies at you, you kind of are like, well, I guess I'll just let it add up. But interestingly enough, like, there's se- it, something's up with the ads. So, <sighs> As like one thing in my life gets blocked, I see other things in my life getting blocked too. So luckily I'm aware of energy and where I'm at. And you know, it's like, yo, clean up your vibration now. (laughs) Because as you're complaining about, um, you know, your energy levels or your expectations, look, the universe is going to give you other stuff to complain about. That's how it works. So what I really need to be doing this morning after I'm done here is I need to pull out um, my journal, my appreciation journal or my book of positive aspects or my grateful goddess appreciation journal, like one of my journals and start writing down good things. So start writing down what I love, what I appreciate, what I enjoy, what brings me happiness, the people that are causing me grief in my life. I need to write a page for them of things that I like about them, things that I respect, things that they have done for me in the past, things that I can focus upon that kind of get a good feeling going instead of, you know, a negative complaint. So every boat can be turned around in a different direction, uh, even if it's against, you know, the stream. Like, I can still point, steer, and paddle this boat in the direction that I prefer, especially when things are manifesting so quickly and, you know... It's obvious to me that I need to clean up my energy. All right, so we got two violet flowers here, iris and columbine. So that is also another personal reminder to myself that I do have access to the violet flame of transmutation. I used to work a lot with it and, um, you know, basically... If you haven't looked that up, look it up. It's St. Germain, the violet flame. And, uh, you know, whatever it is that needs to be transmuted from, you know, the negative to the positive, you can visualize this violet light, this violet flame um, around the situation. So I could take my, my podcast, 
and I could visualize, just visualize my phone and my screen and that that uh, zero 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 that has not gone up because I cashed out and I was like I am almost positive they're not paying me for these ads and the ads are playing and and people are listening but why hasn't this number gone up at all so I'm going to visualize those zeros um, putting in the violet flame into those because if this is a technical issue we need to resolve that and um and then, you know, at some point I may have to make the call whether or not it's really worth it, you know, because it's hardly not, it's hardly not at this point. But um, yeah, let's visualize that. Um, let's uh, take my husband and um, sit him in a chair in my mind and start, first of all, I wanna blast him with some white light. Um, I wanna just visualize him glowing white Okay, because that's going to help me with forgiveness with him, just putting this white light around him. And then, yeah, I'm going to bring in a violet flame and I'm just going to torch his ass with this violet flame. <laughs> and um, that's what you can do. And now if it's me, if it's me, the one that's negative, I'm going to visualize like a cloak, like a shawl. And I'm just going to visualize it's like someone putting an arm around me. I don't want to completely submerge myself in the violet flame. I just want somebody, I just want the arm around the shoulders, the cloak of violet flame for myself. So I can, you know, continue to do my work and heal the way I need to and address my issues. Um, yeah, because I don't want to pretend like I don't have issues because we're here to do the work. We're here to heal. We're here to forgive. So anyways, that's just a good reminder from the iris and the columbine coming in together with the color of violet that I do have this energy to call upon to transmute. And there is even a can, uh, incantation that I can't remember off the top of my head right now uh, for the violet flame, but I should look that up for us. So maybe I will. All right, so iris is encouraging you to cultivate the beauty within so you can better create and express it in the world around you so if we want to be living a beautiful life with a beautiful partner a beautiful circle of friends um, beautiful experiences beautiful garden we have to have the beauty within us first whatever is within us will be reflected in our outer world so get that beauty, get that beauty going on within you. So Iris, her deeply restorative energy helps revitalize your connection to divine guidance, helping you to discover your true passions and allowing inspiration and creativity to flow. So yeah, that is, that is really hitting the nail on the head for me, like without um, creativity and inspiration and passion flowing, I just would rather lay down and die. So it is so essential for me to be creative every day and to be doing something that inspires me, even if it changes from one moment to the next and it, I just look like I have no direction. 
I will feel better as long as I'm following that interest, that passion, like whatever it is in the moment, like I have to just keep following that passion. Like that is my path. It's not a straight path. I'm literally wandering the forest, (laughs) but at least I'm happy, you know? Okay. And so Columbine with the abundance, turn on the light here. It's so dark all of a sudden. Columbine encourages you to joyfully embrace life's bewildering array of uncertainties with the kind of confidence that doesn't require too much thought. Go with the flow, with what feels right. Abundance is the knowledge and security that comes with the acceptance that all your needs are being met. So it's like, yeah, as I'm wandering the forest, just here, there, up, down, over here, let's go there. Just don't think about it too much. Like, you're just being who you are, being confident um, in the moment. And you can do that because you know that you're always going to be taken care of and everything's going to be fine. All my needs are being met. And I don't have to worry about money because the money is going to find me or the, or just the circumstances that take care of you will find you. So you can just keep on, (laughs) I'm just seeing like this little fluttery fairy. You can keep on being that fluttery fairy in the forest, having good time. And you know, whoever is supposed to join you will join you. And it really doesn't matter if there's anybody there or not. See, I never, ever, ever feel alone because I always feel um, energies around me, you know, and when I'm with the plants, um, I very much feel their energies, their spirits. And so, you know, I just feel like I need to keep going within and conjuring that balance and that trust and that connection. So I did wanna grab my phone here and look up a quick violet flame um, mantra or incantation or prayer. There's a lot of different ones that can get lengthy, but a really simple one for the violet flame is violet fire, pure and bright, transmute this pain back into light. Heal my past and set me free so I may fulfill my destiny. And there's a lot of different ways um, to call on the violet flame. A lot of different incantations um, and ways to do it. So if you are interested, if that was interesting to you, um, I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. So it's an interesting tool to use visualization and and an energy from Saint Germain so I definitely encourage you to look it up if you are called to it Um, here's another affirmation for the violet flame I am a being of the violet fire I am the purity source desires I am a being of the violet fire I am a river of divine love I am a being of the violet fire I am a believer in sacred miracles. 
I am a being of the violet fire. I am a receiver of manifest blessings. So there's a lot of different ways um, to use this, um, but it's, it's interesting. It certainly is. And some of them really get, oh, here's one that I remember too. It's like, oh, radiant violet flame, come descend, blaze through us. Oh, radiant violet flame, come transmute, transmute all darkness to light. Oh, radiant violet flame, lead us, lead us from darkness to light, death to immortality, fear to freedom. Oh, radiant violet flame, come establish your outpost of love in us, transmute and set free. So however you want to call it in, course you saw how simple I did it I was just like let me set his ass on violet fire <laughs> so it is something that you can pull through you um, use towards negative situations in your life and um, <clears throat> yeah so anyways I took a little break here I lit some patchouli incense that's another thing I had not lit any incense all weekend um, because someone doesn't like it so I have to wait till he goes to work to light my beloved incense. And I started some tea. So we're going to turn this ship around. We're going to get headed in the right direction. Um, and I grabbed this little deck of flower affirmations to end this podcast with. And the card from Flower Whispers from Tina T. Ames the little quote that we're going to end on and it has a nice violet mandala at the bottom it is weeds are flowers too once you get to know them so all of these situations in our life that we deem negative and people we have to realize that there's probably a bigger picture we have probably a soul contract with them maybe maybe these people that give us the hardest time are actually still part of our soul family and you know they're just kind of here to give us expansion and growth and the challenge of you know of all time right like sometimes that's how I I laugh um when I look at my husband I think I wonder if before we came into these bodies if we were like yo let's meet up later on in life and literally give each other hell and break our egos and you know see if we can do it see if we can at times be so unlovable to each other but since we are eternal light beings since we are love energy of the divine can we get past it can we still figure it out right like because we do we're we don't remember who we are when we're in these bodies and um I just often think to myself this mother trucker is here to get me to be the best um version of myself do you know what I mean and if I can love him and us through this situation that seems so unlovable at times if I can love him I can love anybody I am literally the ultimate lover you know (laughs) so anyways weeds are flowers too once you get to know them (music) 
Wow. So thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning, this afternoon, or this evening, whenever you listen to it. Like, even though I record this podcast in the morning, this might be a good one to fall asleep to. I know I would totally put myself to sleep (laughs) if I listened to it. So we had so many awesome messages today. Cinnamon reminding us to get that sexual energy going within us because that is a life force. Doesn't mean you have to physically do anything with anybody. But if you are blocking that energy, you are blocking creativity and inspiration in your life. Yeah, choking up on that. Dill is telling us things can be moving quicker right now. So let's try to keep up with it. Keep that energy flowing because it's either inspiration or die, right? Like you either are creating or you might as well be digging your own damn hole. Marjoram came in to remind us to trust. Trust others, trust ourselves, trust life, trust source, trust God. Keep that balance, keep that kindness, keep that unconditional love no matter what. Iris is saying you must get that, you know, beauty conjured within you so that you can see it outside of you. And um, that's whatever you want to cultivate in your outer world, cultivate it within you first. And then the abundance will come to you from Columbine. But you've got to do the inner work first. And you've got to start feeling abundant in your life now before more abundance can come to you. And then, of course, we ended with the cute little quote that weeds are flowers too once you get to know them. So that to me is a message all about perspective and about how you're looking at things and you know it's your judgment that is controlling this situation so are do you want to shine a light on it or do you want to sit in darkness it's totally up to you do you want to see that person as a good guy or you know is it's up to you it is totally up to you you are in charge of your perspective you are in charge of your forgiveness and your judgment or your non-judgment. You're calling the shots and you are creating this reality. So if you're unhappy, you have no one else to blame other than yourself and your resentments and your judgment and your lack of forgiveness. So if you want that beauty, if you want that inspiration, if you want that enthusiasm, if you want that energy, if you want that creativity, then just do it. Okay, get it going and get it moving. Get that momentum going on in your life. (laughs) All right, so anyways, there's my pep talk. I hope that I take it because I sure as hell know how nasty it feels when I leave it and I don't do it. So I appreciate the flip side because now I appreciate the light side. (laughs) Have a beautiful, wonderful day.